0: Hey, this is the Commander Crew Podcast, episode 319. I'm Brando, I'm here with Ryan, and we're going to talk about CDH Creep. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan, we're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good, what is going down? Once again, the sun <laughs> is going down. You can <laughs> see how much torture I am being subjected to if you watch on YouTube. It should be, but... Aside from that, we have a whole bunch of other stuff. We have stories to tell, people to thank, a deck to talk about, a very interesting topic to get into. But before we get to any of that stuff, we have to thank our official business, Daddy's FusionGamingOnline.com, the source for all your gaming needs. Very much so. Just got my final
1: order before Command Fest Bellevue. This oh. is coming on after that.
0: <laughs> but I
1: did get my last order. It had three cards in it. Used! CCO
0: Spring promo code and got five percent off my whole dang order. I also, well, I didn't get mine, but it's in the mail. Neat. Yeah, I'm not bringing either of the decks that the cards go into as it stands, anyway. Mm. But they'll be here when I get back, and I'm excited for that. Yeah, cool. So if you want to save money on stuff you're going to buy anyways, you can go to FusionGamingOnline.com,
1: use CCO Spring promo code, or CCO Perks promo code if you spend over a hundred bucks. And you get some kickback, store credit. Then you can use the discount code on that. And then you can apply it to the deal of the week, save even more money.
0: Yeah, you can use both. The point is if you're gonna buy cards, just go to Fusion, save some cash, let them know that their partnership with us is pretty good. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And speaking us, partnership good. What? We have some new patrons to thank. Oh yeah, it's been a ton, ton of fun. A couple of new patrons. Uh, we're gonna see a bunch of new patrons in in the
0: Bellevue, or we did, we did. Yeah, see Yeah, we a have couple. seen them. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I said on the pre-show that the games were fun. They were all very yep. good looking and they smelled nice. I'm mm-hmm. not so sure on the smell nice part yet. But you, but not, but you're uh, yeah. just totally sure because it's already happened, Well, man. what if
1: I'm still processing whether or not I like somebody's body odor?
0: Okay, that's fine. Okay,
1: Yeah, I'm still thinking about it. Yeah, I'm very much quicker to judgment than you are. Oh, I got a story for you. I got
0: a story for you in just a sec, about but... How, about how quick I am to judge?
1: No, 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 no. no about
0: oh. body odor and stuff. Oh, sick. Is, uh, do I smell? no, 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 okay, no. Okay, no. good.
1: So here's the thing, though. We did the uh, the CCO Patreon experience in the CCO Vista Mountain View House. The CCO Fista. Yeah, the CCO Fista House. Yeah. Ooh, don't Google that. Vista House. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure we met some patrons because a lot of the people who who talk on our Discord all the time are going to be there. Neat. Whether they're staying in the house or not, doesn't matter. We're still going to meet them. We're still going to jam games. Still going to drink beer. Still going to open Flippy. Or, or rather, we did. Yes. <laughs> we did. We have done that. We have things. a couple, couple new ones. If those, if all of that isn't enough benefits to make you go over to patreon.com slash CCO podcast. And become part of the nation. We could also hit you with these sweet nicknames. Sweet nicknames. So the, <laughs> yeah. the first one's actually an increase. The person is increasing to get a nickname. Oh wow, well, fool. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what
1: a goon. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And and you can you can take this to mean what you will because it's just initials. What? Okay. Yeah. J
0: C. What? Like the JC? J C J. The one and only j c like the the rap star no like the like the morning star oh uh, I think we're talking about different things isn't he rises in the east and he sets in the west and he walks on water and and shit isn't that like that j c uh,
1: oh, I was thinking of um rockefeller z married to beyonce, oh
0: yeah, definitely talking about different you're thinking jay z I'm thinking about Jay Z's brother J C. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <sighs> Therein lies the nickname. <laughs> <laughs> we call him that J C question mark.
1: I like that. Yeah. I like that. That J mm-hmm. I like it. Yep. Okay. Mr. That J C
0: F you. Yes. And and welcome. Aboard the ship and the train or whatever it is we're on. Whatever the roller the coaster whirlwind adventure. There it there is. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next one.
1: New patron, Eric Harrington. Harrington sounds like herring bone. and then herring is
0: is herring the Harry Is herring, ton? Is, is herring? Come on, Harry ton. We've got
1: a heavy ton.
0: Now this is hairy ton. Okay. Is herring the fish that they eat in like the northern in like northern Europe and stuff? Her- herring and it is, smells real bad and everybody complains about it all the time.
1: Yes, like a red herring is is like something to make you think one thing in a mystery novel, then it's something else. Yeah, but that I'm, it's also a fish. Yes, is and a red get, herring a fish? Yes, and you can get pickled herring in a can. You can catch it and eat oh, it.
0: You what, can have salted herring. If red herring exists as a fish, I then don't why know why is it used as a term. For like a misdirection, I maybe don't, red herring doesn't exist. Yeah, but like no, blue yeah, herring
1: does. I, 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 think that red herring is the the misdirection tactic. I don't think that the fish is actually red, but we, c- I could be wrong. I don't know. If you know anything about fish, w- one person was wrong on the internet once ever. I might be number two. Oh,
0: shit. Okay. Well, I'm, but hey, I'm a,
1: yeah. I'm willing to admit that, and I'm, I'm gonna step outside
0: myself and say I could be wrong. Nuts to the wind. And if you know what a red herring looks like, let us know. Yeah,
1: unless yeah. it looks like nuts to the wind, and
0: well, even, I don't want to know. Even then, I'm curious. I learned about the world's ugliest bug the other day, Brazilian tree hopper. It's got like a weird satellite dish of eyeballs on its head, and they look like hairy testicles when you zoom oh, in on Oh, man, you know that editor Joe is going to be looking for that. Oh, and it's going to be awesome, because if you're watching on YouTube, which you should be, because Joe works really hard to make us look cool, you're going to get to see one of the ugliest things you've ever seen. Sitting next to Ryan, and then you also get to see a crazy bug. <laughs> wait a head. second, wait a minute. What, <laughs> what, yeah, oh man, yeah, never mind, never <laughs> mind. All right, Mr. Harry Tun, Harry Tun, Harry Tun, <laughs> welcome aboard. Please wear deodorant, barf bags are in the front. Yes, oh man, oh.
1: Okay, so all of that being said, uh we're going to have a fantastic show. Fantastic Bellevue experience was had by all. Yep. If you want to become a patron, links are in the show notes below. Get your nickname, get your stickers, get your token packs. Still yeah. the ever popular. We're
0: going to we're going to have a bunch um over at uh, the Command Fest, I'm giving yeah. them out. Yeah, we had them in our bags, and then we gave them out. See, you use the past tense, because it's happened already. Yeah, they were in mm. the onion bag. I'm bringing it. Oh, I just I got... brought it. Mine are just in my regular bag. There's. Oh, none. Well. I have none left, but I will. I'll, I'll, I'll onion you. No, man. Don't at, Google no. that. Because <sighs> I used them all, damn it. I have some real in real life. But in the future, when we're talking, I don't have any left because I gave oh, them all man, out to I people. I suck at this. You're the worst time traveler,
1: dude. I know. Well, speaking of that's, time travel, let's go back me. to last week. Speaking of token packs, speaking of last week, last week's winner. Oh yeah. Guessing um mere cool God of Dungeon something.
0: Yes. Remember that? Yeah, I do. When whoever that was? Very vaguely.
1: The winner. You get after us, CommanderCooker Gmail.com. You let us know if you want a stinky booster pack, a CCO token pack, or a CCO token sticker token pack. What did I say? Token sticker booster. Those are the three packs you can pick from. Yes. You can stick them up your crack. Yes. Dark Justice Metal. That was the winner.
0: What? Yeah, r- totally real name. That's definitely his real name. Co- super cool name, hey. So uh, all one word probably too.
1: Yeah, let us know your address, Mr. Uh Justice Metal, uh and and we'll send you some some free stuff. Yeah, everybody
0: loves free stuff. Yeah, super cool. Remember to watch the pre show and guess for your opportunity to win. And you will win. Yeah. Everybody mm-hmm. wins. Mm-hmm. Everybody wins ever eventually. Yeah. I mean, maybe
1: we'll have to be like on episode a thousand. That's okay. But well, everybody I'd be fine won. with that. Yeah, hey, I'm not
0: stopping. So, okay. Is that all the podcast business we had? I assume so. Probably is. Let's so, tell them what we're going to do while you look at more uh, things. I'm going to tell you about the deck we're going to do. Yeah, today, tell,
1: tell us about the commander and tell us the, the brief synopsis of, of the three things that we have about this deck that we talked about.
0: All right. So, we got Vivictus Asmati the Dire. That's the ancient Elder Dragon 6 6 flyer for Jundan 3. When it attacks, you pick a permanent controlled by each player. They sack it, and they, like, Chaos Warp down to a permanent, put that permanent into place. Just top card. Is it just a top card? Just top card, baby. That's why it's good. It actually is Chaos Warp.
1: Yeah, just a Chaos Warp your shit.
0: Mm, Look at it. Yeah, that's it. And they reveal it. So you even get to see what they draw if it's not a a permanent. Yeah, it just stays there. They just reveal it. If it's not a permanent, it just goes back on top. So that's Vivictus' mod. Now, our deck here is a, we're going to call it, a casual Vivictus Modi Primal Surge Dragon deck that has been juiced up with what is a bunch of CDH staples. And you're going to be like, what the hell are you even talking yeah, about? what and an what, ass. What the, the crux of the conversation this week we wanted to talk about is, is the CDH kind of deck-building mindset, I don't want to say infiltrating because it sounds bad, but is it kind of seeping in, creeping in? Yeah, the C right. stands for creep. <laughs> is it creeping in to... Just kind of casual magic where people are just, they're building a CEDH deck, except at the top end, instead of it just being thorical combo, mm-hmm. it's some other kind of, Ooh. air quotes, Ooh. jank win, that is the same deal. It's essentially the same thing as yeah, Thoracal, like, yeah. I do this and I win. It's not a but. CEDH deck because
1: I'm playing Vivictus, and he's not a CEDH commander. Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> Does that mean it's not CDH?
0: Yeah. So we were thinking we could, like, look at this deck. We could talk about some of the stuff because lots of the stuff in here, uh, conveniently enough. This basically is my CDH deck, except mine has some tutors and no black in it. Ah, and this is what my. Uh,
1: I guess it wasn't, but I had a Vivictus Marty the Dire deck. Yep. And what I found about it was. Like Hirobi, yeah. shout out to Commander Cookout episode one, what I found about it was it turns a game of magic into not a game of magic. And I'll yeah. talk about that in a second, but I want to first preface the whole conversation with we're gonna try and do two things today. Oh shit. We're gonna try and have this conversation, and we're gonna try and do a little mini deck tech this on this deck. This is insane. Because we're gonna be able to do it pretty fast for a couple of reasons. But uh, we also want to have this conversation, so we're going to do both. Yes. Final caveat, rider, oh. uh, clarification, whatever you... Asterix. W- asterix. Yes. 17 Xs in that word. and yep. None of them are supposed per- to be there. None of them are yeah. supposed to There's an aster... No, there isn't. <laughs> there
0: isn't even I an X say. in that word.
1: I know. What this isn't. This is not Doom and Gloom. This no. is not Ryan and Brando shitting on CEDH. Hell no. We're bringing CEDH. We brought CEDH
0: decks to Bellevue. <laughs> there it is. And we played them with Alan from Mental Misplay. I'm just putting that energy into the world. So it's going to travel back into the past and yeah. make it happen. I'm yeah. really excited for that. And we do like
1: CEDH. And we think that it's an important part of the format. Not only in a, a fun and, and good part of the format, but an important part. And uh, we're not dumping on that. So I don't want to see anybody in the comments. Nobody messaged me. Nobody tweet me. Why do you guys hate CDH? We don't. 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 We don't hate anything about EDH. Well, that's maybe not true, but <laughs> we don't hate this part. <laughs> no. So I just wanted to clarify that real quick. Now, also real quick, the deck tech. We haven't done a deck
0: tech in weeks. Yeah, I don't know. I, can we still do this? Mana rocks, go. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, now keep in mind... If you're watching on YouTube, you can see how much sun's in my eyes. Okay, no, so okay, do my I, best I, to, I, I got it. To, I got it. Then I got no, it. I want to do it. I like okay. doing this. Okay, here we go. We got Arcane Signet, Chrome Mox, Jeweled Lotus, Mana Crypt, Mana Vault, Mox Diamond, Mox Opal, Soul Ring, Talisman of Impulse, Indulgence, and Resilience. And then we got a—I don't know—do some creatures too because I'm doing really good. We got Birds of Paradise. We oh. got Deathrite Shaman. We got Dockside Extortionist. And I think that might be it for dorks. No, Ennoble Hierarch is also Ooh, in here. Yeah, it's a Jund one. And I think that is it. Shaman of the Forgotten Ways technically is a dork, but it's there for a different well, reason. Well, here,
1: I'll, I'll one up you. Skirk Prospector. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tinder Wall. That's oh, one. Yeah, you can tend- sacrifice that for for yeah, yeah, Red yeah. Red. Use that in Animar for a while. Now, if you go up to enchanties, here's where it starts to sound even more like a CEDH deck. Carpet of Flowers. There's one. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we count concordant crossroads because we're playing manadorks? Probably not, eh? No, no, okay. Uh, and then we've got that's uh, it, yeah, that's it. That's okay, it. so you'll notice, and and Brando mentioned Primal Surge. You'll notice that
0: all the stuff that we read thus far, all 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 permanents. Yeah, this is, we, let's just read Primal Surge, to you. sure. Well, do, it's the only instant or sorcery in the deck. Primal Surge is green, green, eight, total of ten. Exile the top card of your library, it's a permanent, you put it into play. If you do, repeat this process. So you play Primal Surge, put your whole deck into play, win the game.
1: Yeah. And we'll talk about how to win the game in a second. Here lies our first question, and we alluded to it previous. We've got a six-drop commander, mm-hmm. which do exist in CEDH. Those, sure. Those happen, or, or yeah. partner pairs where you need both of them in play, or maybe you want both in play. Yeah. you got to spend the mana to do so. And then we've got our kind of our win condition you cast it and you win yeah in primal surge at 10 so vivictus at six primal surge at 10 Can can we say that because those two cards are in the deck that it is not a cedh deck can we say that I, yeah and and this is this isn't me being facetious towards you mm. this is me saying Why? Why can we say that it's not a CEDH deck? Because ninety, only ninety-eight percent of our cards are of (laughs) CEDH quality.
0: Well, there's a, (laughs) there's a, the writer of "I'm not playing our instance" and. Sorceries is the other reason. Oh, that's because a good one. Because there's yeah. no tutors in the deck. There's no instant there's speed no interaction. There's no spell tutors. Because yeah. there are creature tutors. Yeah, there are some creature tutors, but there's no like instant speed interaction. It's very difficult to protect yourself when you yep. play Primal Surge. Somebody's probably gonna counter it mm. because as soon as you tap ten, everybody else's palms get real sweaty, and then somebody forces you. That's how it works. Yes. That's just how it works.
1: You ever tap 10 and then like cast a one drop?
0: Yes. (laughs) And it'd be like a two drop. I have done. a five drop. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: suckers. (laughs) Yeah.
0: You know, and I've done that more than once. And this is one of my favorite things because one time it worked. Oh, yeah. I tapped, uh, how was it? It was 10 and no, it was 11. And I tried to bolt a guy's dude and they countered it. And then I played Decree of Annihilation. Oh. oh, I got him. Nice. Because I got his creature anyway. <laughs> nice. Nice, uh. nice. I mistapped
1: on the latest episode of CCO Sidebox Slam coming out on,
0: ooh. Soon.
1: August 11th for patrons and August 12th for everybody else. I mistapped and had to play a two drop. And then a four drop. (laughs) 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 And then I ran out of white manor. (laughs) Yeah. It went so bad for you too. Oh, yeah. Got just wrecked. Just, yeah. (laughs) I called an ambulance, but not for me. That was the joke. (laughs) That was the joke (laughs) I made. Um... So okay, we're we're maybe not a Cedh deck because we don't pack all the interaction and removal and tutors. Can we just say interaction and tutors? Yes, because removals interaction, right? Yep. Okay, so let's let's get on to the rest of the. What do you want to do? Creatures
0: or enchantments? Let's do the enchantments, I suppose. Sure, they're, they're shorter, so we'll do. We have a Sylvan Library. That seems so, like a Cedh card. How many of these cards can I say where people are just going to know what they do? Let's let's see. Let's see. Still, can, sylvan can I can I do some CCO quick hits? Yeah, yeah.
1: Sylvan Library. Okay, that means draw three, take four points of damage, or four damage every card you draw extra than one. Survival of the fittest. Uh, sacrifice creature, tutor another creature. Seal of Doom and Primordium. Seal of yeah. Doom and Primordium. Oh, those are enchantments you yeah. sacrifice them to destroy something. Correct. Rhythm of the Wild. Ooh, creatures you control can't be countered, so that's important. Solid. To ramp into Vivictus. Mm -hmm. Maybe this is turn two, Vivictus turn three after you drop your Jeweled Lotus. That's right. That seems
0: pretty freaking good. Yeah, it works real good in my uh, Rurikthar deck too.
1: Non-token creatures you control have Riot, which means they enter with haste or a plus one, plus one counter. So good. That is a good card. I don't see that card often enough, I think. It's true. That's a gooder. Neither do I. Phyrexian Arena. Forexian Arena. Lose one, draw one during your upkeep. Pernicious Deed. Uh, pay X, sacrifice, destroy each thing X or less. Miri's Guile. Ooh, during your upkeep, you can look at the top three cards, put them back in any order. It could be a top. Could be a top, which we already are playing, and we're already playing Scroll Rack, and we're already playing Sylvan Library. All of those cards interact very favorably with Vivictus, because you put something back that you want to Vivictus Chaos Warp into. Mm. Little trick that I used in my deck. (laughs) (laughs) Kenrith's Transformation. Turns something into an Elk. That's a removal spell. Cream of the crap. Cream of the crap. Oh, man. <laughs> Whenever a creature enters the battlefield under your control, which it might off of Evictus for free, remember, which is pretty cool, uh, look at the top X cards of your library where X is that creature's power. If you do, put one of those on the top of your library and the rest in the bottom. So pretty that's good. like a mini tutor. Yeah. That's like, okay, if my if my uh, runes Scar demon comes into play, which we're playing, yeah. I look at the top seven, put another creature. And then I can do that again, 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 till I find my I don't know Kiki Jiki, (laughs) whatever. Concordant crossroads. Haste. City of solitude. Each player can only play
0: stuff on their own turn. Yeah, we don't care because we don't got no instance. Oh, I love that card. We do care because we don't got no instance, and now neither do you. Oh yeah, City of Solitude's that's a Solitude idea. Real good. How do we? Like f- how do we find that card? We don't. Oh, we draw into it, or we use cream of the crap, and then play big dudes to dig for it. That's oh, what we that, do. That works. Yeah. Cinder vines. Cinder vines. This seems like a U card. It sure is. I love this card. Red, green, enchantment. Whenever an opponent casts a non-creature spell, it deals one to them. One, sack it, destroy target artifact or enchantment, and it deals two damage to that permanence controller. Oh, yeah. so whenever an
1: opponent casts a non-creature spell, they take one. That's yep. probably lots, hey? Yeah. Gets lots it's not that
0: much, though. It costs two. And it sits there like a little rattlesnake that gets to shit. I suppose it uh, it disenchants as well. That's good. And then we got an asceticism.
1: Creatures you control have hexproof and regenerate. Neat. Actually, it's... It's green one regenerate target creature. Yeah, you could regenerate other people's stuff if you were so inclined. I don't know why it would be. Huh? Well, okay. P- picture this. P- pretend I'm playing at a at a higher power table, and somebody's got like a hate bear or a stacks piece. Like let's say let's say somebody's got a um, uh, a gaddock Teague and it's stopping somebody from playing like their wincon. Oh yeah. Destroy gaddock Teague. I'll regenerate him with a cynicism because Yet. I don't care about gaddock Teague because I am only playing creatures and stuff. Well, and I'm and I'm, no vi- I'm vivictising them. Yeah. Yeah, so that's just a, it's a kind of a niche example, but I can think of maybe a few more like that. Yeah, I I've, I've certainly been in situations. Destroy your Dranith magistrate. Uh oh wait, no, no wait, yeah. does that does that stop stuff from coming into play or just
0: casting? Casting from outside the game, I think. Casting, right? Yeah, I think so. So if I'm vivictising, that's okay. Yeah, vivictising's fine. Ah. I all day long. Seems good, unless you don't have a victus in which case you can't play. it. Uh, yes. But the, the point is, the, the card's fine. It'll set you up for, some, for yeah. some pretty slick plays. Yeah. What else do we have for Artifact? I might as well do some of those too. We got well, a top. We talked about that. Yep. Scroll Rack got that. Lightning Greaves. We yep, know, everybody sure. knows that shit. Bolas' Citadel. Bolas's Citadel. This That seems like a CEDH card. You can
1: look at the top card of your library at any time. Very powerful. And you can pay life instead of, instead of paying the, the mana cost for the top card of your library. And tap Sacrifice 10 Permanents. Each opponent loses 10 life. Neat. We, in a deck of an, in, of permanents, are probably going to have that many. Probably. probably going to have lots. Yeah.
0: And then we got claw Talisman. That's like a demonic tutor that you pass around the table. Yeah. You use it, you find Primal Surge, and you win the game. That's how that works. Yeah. Your opponents don't get to use it.
1: Well, and you know what? Like, we're a Primal Surge, and that's fine. But if we already have one of our combo pieces, we could just find the other one with the witch claw yeah. and then win the game before the opponent even gets to use it. Yeah. Yeah. Which once we get to the creatures, I'm sure you'll see kind of
0: what we're doing there, how yeah. it works. Yeah. All right. Now we got all of that other stuff down. Let's got some Creech. <laughs> creech. <laughs> yeah, we little... were drinking
1: outside the <laughs> studio yes. there for a
0: minute. <laughs> Let's start with something I think everybody knew was coming in Zealous Conscript.
1: Oh yeah. Combos with Kiki Jiki, ETBs, you untap Kiki Jiki, go crazy. Yeah.
0: Plan Kiki Jiki also. Spoiler yep. alert. Vilas Broker of Blood. Oh. Or Broker of... Oh! Vilas Breaker of Butts. Yes! <laughs> I'm so happy I made that, that joke. That sounds like a Nuka Penna card, it, it, doesn't yes. it? Yeah, it does.
1: You can pay life to remove cre- to give creatures minus two, minus two, and also, whenever you lose
0: life, you draw that many cards. Why did they think that was a good idea? Let's just keep going. Because
1: it costs eight. It's not competitive. It costs eight. Unless it costs six, because of Evictus
0: unless it costs 1 cuz of unearth or reanimate right
1: or unless it costs like turn 1 concordant crossroads turn 2 mana rock turn 3 uh jeweled lotus into vivictus with haste into into Zoom? not even into villus broker of blood yeah off of vivictus yeah
0: yeah that's yeah. super good <laughs> torch courier Tur- i don't know what that does it's a 1 1 with haste for 1 you sack it a creature get Haste. oh Tinderwall, we talked about yep. Turgrid. Turgrid. Oh, so why do why do we want a Vivictus warp into this? Because or do you...
1: we or do we want the back?
0: Oh, hell no, because you, you play a Turgrid and then you Vivictus, oh. and they have to sack the thing. So you like, I want that, that, and oh. that, and then they give it to you.
1: Oh, that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> that is nasty. Tur- that's like that's like a win con. That's Turgrid baby. That's That's
0: really that's good because, because you Turgrid get is the it. we
1: v- victus.
0: Yeah, Turgrid is the truth. Dank. Teamer Saber Tooth. I should bring I should have brought Turgrid. Nah, they know we want to play Turgrid. No, no, no. Teamer Saber 2. <sighs> okay. Green, one, you may return another creature you
1: control to its owner's hand if you do team or saber-tooth gains indestructible until end of turn. It's for saving your bros. Uh, And it's also for comboing, because you can return, like, your dockside extortionist, let's say, and and then make infinite mana like that.
0: Talked about Skirk Prospector, Sidisi Sidisi
1: Undead Brazier. ETB's Tutor. So there's your demonic tutor,
0: but on a creature. Shaman of the Forgotten Way. Oh,
1: this is a U card too. It is. You can tap it for three mana, spend it only to cast Creech, mm-hmm. which is fine because that's, that's what we're playing. Yep. And then it's got Formidable. Yeah. Which only works if you have creatures with total power eight or greater, right? <laughs> creatures you control, <laughs> total power eight or greater. You can go green, green, nine. Oh. Ooh, that sounds like green, green, eight. Yeah. Sure. Green, green, nine. Each player's life total becomes the number of creatures they control. Ooh. Biorhythm. So it's Biorhythm, which is a banned card. But with this, if we've got Vivictus and this, that's eight power total on the table. Yep. And I've demonstrated that we can cast Vivictus fairly early. Yep. We can make infinite mana, and then we do Biorhythm after we attack with Vivictus and make our opponents sack their creatures. Everybody goes to like, we maybe go to three, Two, they go to one or nothing. Yeah. Hey,
0: that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty nasty. And then, and then we can start going back up from two with scavenging ooze. Oh, yeah. Graveyard removal and life gain. Neat. We got a rune scar
1: demon. ETB's tutor. There's another tutor right there. Razaketh the foul blooded. Sacrifice another creature, tutor a creature what's next oh ragavan ragavan that does a whole bunch of stuff makes you like, treasure it use, attacks right? it makes yeah, treasure it lets whatever. you draw
0: your opponent's decks you yeah, can play what it from are, your hand what with what are we a
1: modern stuff. podcast what are we a yeah
0: whatever port razor what are we a pirates podcast <laughs> that, is that the one that gives you extra combats whenever he deals damage to an opponent you get another attack step but he can't attack the same player more than once per turn Oh. So, at most, you're going to get three combats out of them. If you're attacking with Vivictus Mahdi you're not going to need that many. No. Probably.
1: No, because you can you can attack with Vivictus and make them sacrifice their blocker. Yeah. And then, oh, you had to sacrifice a blocker. I'll hit you. Oh, you had to sacrifice two guys now. Okay, I'll hit you.
0: Yeah. Mm, yeah pretty, pretty good. You've had your turret out the whole time, so you got, got them all. Them all. Yeah, <laughs> and you got
1: your, uh, your concordant crossroads out, so they all got haste. Yeah. Ooh, that's pretty good. Orc-ass lumberjack. Oh, hey, we forgot this one in the mana
0: dorks. This yeah. is a sacrifice forest. You get three reds or greens. That's because I wanted to say orc-ass lumberjack. And that that wasn't perfect. He's
1: jacked in that one, hey? He sure is. Remember the man. Ice Age picture? He's got that, like, walking mechanical thing. He looks like Dr. Eggman, but with saw blades. Doctor, who's that? Oh, Robotnik. Oh, right. Okay, yes. <laughs> From okay. Sonic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Opposition Agent, we all know yeah. and love him. Mog Fanatic, we talk. Oh, Mog Fanatic, that's important. The one one for one red that you sack to do a damage to something. Used to be a house, still is in many circles. Mm. Manglehorn. ETBs, destroys an artifact. And makes your opponent's artifact come to play tapped. Oh, that's a good when if
1: they vivict into like a, I don't know, Blightsteel Colossus or something big. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kiki Jiki, we talked Kiki about. Imperial Recruiter. Finds things like Kiki Jiki. Hyrax Tower Scout. What in the ass? Okay, when it enters the battlefield, untap target creature. Oh, combos with Kiki Jiki. Did you even know that that card is real? Yeah. And, That's and how you combo with Kiki Jiki and Gruel.
0: I mean, no.
1: Because you can still do it with Zealous Conscripts? Yeah, you just use Zealous conscripts. I mean, <laughs> this costs, costs
0: three. It costs less, but I mean, Kiki Jiki costs five. I guess it curves out a little better, but... Oh, uh, maybe... I don't care. Grim Hireling. Oh, this is a... I don't... Everybody's talking about this card being so good. I don't even know what it does. It's a 3-2. It's a rogue. It's for black 4. Whenever one or more creatures you control, deal combat damage to a player. You get, you get two treasure tokens. And you can pay black, sac X, treasure. Target creature gets minus X, minus X. Activate only as a sorcery. Sure. So it's a removal spell. It's a ramp card. It looks cool. We're going to be attacking, so we're going to get treasures. We got a goblin sharpshooty. Remember
1: that one. Got a goblin recruiter. Ooh. So this now you're starting to put the thing
0: together. We,
1: we also have uh, a conspicuous snoop. A so why don't you explain that?
0: So snoop combo is you goblin recruiter, you stack your deck with dudes goblin recruiter is etb search for any number of goblins put them on top of your library in any order and you set it up so that you have a conspicuous snoop in play and a kiki jiki mirror breaker on the top you make infinite snoops then you make an additional goblin recruiter put mog fanatic on top and now you have infinite mog fanatics that you then use to machine gun your opponent to death because snoop gets the abilities of whatever whatever goblin is on the top you play with the top of your library revealed if it's a goblin you it gets all of its moves and you can play it if you want oh it's pretty good so how does the kiki jiki untap to make infinite snoops or whatever you you tap the snoop to make a snoop because kiki jiki's on top oh so you tap snoop make another snoop now you have a and kiki jiki has haste so you have another snoop 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 and you don't have to tap to sack to mog fanatic you just take all your tapped snoops and pfft. how do you get the kiki jiki off the top of your library though you make another goblin recruiter Oh because find- goblin
1: recruiters in play. That's right. And you find the Mog Fanatic, put that on top, then sack all the Snoops.
0: Correct. That's pretty good. That's pretty you good. You
1: could do that off of off of tutoring yep. for your Mog or your Goblin Recruiter. That's right. If you've got like Kiki Jiki already. Yep. You just tutor for Snoop. Or you can just do it automatically with Primal Surge. No, you can't because the Mog Fanatic's gotta be on top. Yep.
0: Ooh, nonbo. <laughs> well, I mean, you do have zealous conscript Kiki Jiki combo if you primal surge. Ooh, also good. Yeah.
1: Or or, Hyrax Tower to come to. <laughs> oh,
0: fantastic! Uh, continuing on, we have a Dragon Rage Channel Oh, this is new red, Delver of
1: Secrets. Sure. Uh, new red Delver of Secrets. New Delver. New red Delver. Yep. got. did I get there? No. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, Surveil one, which is look at the top card of your library. You can put it it onto your garbage can. Into the bin, yep. And it's got Delirium. As long as there's four or more card types in your graveyard, it gets plus one, plus, or plus two, plus two has flying and attacks each combat. Yep. So it becomes a 3-3 flyer as soon as, like, you got a creature, you get a fetch land, you maybe got an artifact. This seems like a hard card to get Delirium for in this deck because we don't have
0: that many card types. Yeah, I'm not... I don't know. Maybe we're missing something. Maybe that's maybe that's why it's casual because it plays that. Oh. That's what makes it. That brings it way down. Now it yeah. we went from a seven to a seven. Who even plays that in Commander though? Like even in CEDH, Dragon Rage Chant. Nobody. What
1: are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, Surveil. When are we casting non-creature spells? I don't know. We're ramping. We're
0: enchanting. Is that good though? No. I'd cut that card. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Okay. Dosan the Falling Leaf. That's City of Solitude, but on a guy. Yes. All right. Uh, we talked about Darkside and Deathrite.
1: Dauthi Voidwalker. Oh, yeah. That's got Shadow. And whenever a card is put into the opponent's graveyard from anywhere, you exile it. And then you can tap Sacrifice Walker, D- Voidwalker to uh, play an exiled card without casting it. Yep. Any card good. that it has exiled, yeah. you can then play. Yeah. One of them. Just and one. And when you say it has exiled... That's like terminate. Like if you terminate Smitty's guy, mm-hmm. it goes under Voidwalker. Yes, because it would die, but it would get exiled. It's yes. like it's like rest in peace. But you can cast the card yeah. if you sacrifice him.
0: If I traumatized Aiden, top half of Aiden's library goes underneath the Uthi Voidwalker. Oh, you mean if I traumatized him? <laughs> well, I do I played traumatized before. We talked about conspicuous Snoop Combat Celebrant.
1: If it hasn't attacked this turn, you may exert it, and when you do you get an extra combat yeah yeah
0: and then bird that and
1: that's the deck so okay we're playing a whole schwack of things like extra combats conspicuous snoop combo zero drop mana rock sylvan libraries all the one drop ramp stuff but this deck isn't cedh no we've determined Correct. And it plays a Dragon Rage Channeler. It's obviously it's, terrible. It's
0: terrible. It's definitely shit.
1: Oh, almost as bad as us for forgetting to say whose deck it is. This is Tom Big Booty Tanuki's ah, deck. I love that nickname. That's yeah, a good one. Yeah, very Big much. Booty so. t- I was
0: playing Mario Brothers 3 the other day. Didn't quite get to Skyland where you get the Tanuki suit, yeah. but soon. Okay, so Tom... Uh, sent this deck in, and it's, it's quite a
1: powerful deck. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna call a spade a spade. Very powerful. Yeah. Lots of different ways to combo. Lots of different ways to ramp out to your six drop commander, which we've said is like a thing that Cedhers might want to do. You, you know, I, you do that. Oh hell yeah, I do. You yeah. do that. Yeah. So, but it's not Cedh. No. So we, here, here's yeah. the conversation part of the deck tech or or the episode is is regular casual commander starting to just be C-E-D-H without interaction, or are the two
0: merging closer and closer? Are they becoming the same thing? I think at a certain level, they're just sort of becoming the same thing. I think that people are looking for that consistency. Remember when we talked, this would be a good long while ago, we talked about how like, there's almost no reason to play cards like Terramorphic Expanse now, Mm -hmm. because you can just get a land in your colors that comes into play tapped without the extra step of fetching out of your library. And it might be like a dual land. Yeah. Like a a two-color land, I should say. Exactly. Like, there's almost no reason not to do that. I think that people are looking for that consistency and that power level. And so you see things like uh, Mana Crypt, Mana Vault, Jeweled Lotus, all these things just showing up in decks because like, oh, I want to get my commander out super fast. It'll make my deck more consistent. And that doesn't necessarily mean your deck is strictly CDH, Mm -hmm. but... It does set up those turns. Remember when you first started playing Commander, you Ooh. and your buddies, what happened when somebody just went land sol ring, go? Or the the unthinkable land sol ring signet go? What happened in those games? The person that did that on turn one probably either got stomped right away because somebody had interaction for them, or they just ran away with the game and made it into a non-game. Mm. I think that this sort of, min- not, I don't want to use mentality, but... No, build philosophy. Yeah, this sort of build philosophy, I think, leads into, in a casual pod, more games that are like that. And I think that's the only real downside that I can personally see to running this kind of a fast mana package. Is a, So, turn two specifically with this deck, turn to Vivicti- Vivictus as Marty the Dyer, unless it gets removed you've probably won that game. You could have, yeah. Right? And not because you've comboed and won, but because Vivictus's modi just will hold the other three decks down all by itself and just go six, 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 six. six. Sacrifice your best thing. Until sacrifice the game. Sacrifice your best thing. Sa- sacrifice your land, sacrifice your land, sacrifice yeah. your land, game over. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Turns It turns it, and, and I've got a counterpoint to that. If that's, if, if that's the pessimistic view, the fast mana package on the six drop commander in not CEDH equals what you said i would build on that to say even when you don't have a fast mana package vivictus kind of early development stages of the game makes games feel like non-games it it turns a game of magic into i'm gonna play the worst card in my hand this is the opponent talking i'm gonna play the worst card in my hand hope he doesn't destroy it or if he does destroy it, I hope I get something better. Yeah, because I'm gonna constantly play the worst card in my hand. Yeah, and that's the game. The game isn't magic anymore. The game is what's the the card with the lowest point total in my hand. Yeah, I hope I can flip the deck of cards. I hope I can flip it from like a like a like a six of clubs <laughs> to like a jack of spades. You know what I mean? I See, hope I can flip a higher card. And now you're playing Nora the wary. You know what I'm saying? Right? Like well, here's here's the optimistic view. Here, hold on a a second. second. No, no, don't get away from that yet. Here's the optimistic view because this is not complain about this scenario. The optimistic view is this fast mana package allows non CEDH decks to say, Yeah, I can probably hang because everybody wants to play CEDH these days. This allows that deck to do it. Or that fast mana package. And, and the combos allow this deck to get its dink stomped into the dirt by your friend friends and meta yeah. every time you play it. Oh, you're playing Vivictus. Oh, that deck's so fast. It's so powerful. All it does is combo. And it's an arch enemy three on one. But you can still hang because you're going to cast Vivictus for eight. You're going to cast Vivictus for ten. Yeah. He's going to have haste. You might still have a game and when I have to cast Vivictus for 8 or 10, you guys have developed, and now it's an actual game instead of yeah. Vivictus just stepping on
0: everybody's necks. Yeah, and this would go in the same... I would classify this in the same level as like uh, my Omnath deck. We talk about yep. it here a lot. Yeah, that, yeah. that deck is fucking strong. It's powerful and, deck. And, it, and it, will, it can steamroll through three people attacking it, and it's not a CDH deck by any means, much in the same way that this one isn't. But I think when you see... The, the individual cards mm. present in a deck like this, mm-hmm. people will go, mm that's CEDH. That's not what I yeah, you signed can't, up to you do. You can't play Chrome Mox and Jeweled Lotus and Mana Crypt in this pod. Right? They and I, I think that that's where the even the, the creep comes in. Like, yes, the acceleration is there, but everything Ryan said is true. Um, it makes your deck more powerful in the more powerful casual pods. And, yeah, you'll be fringe in a, free, in a CEDH game, but you could play... In It'd be a, the worst deck there. Yeah, but you could maybe hang. You'd have a chance, right? It'd be a outside would, chance. People would leave you alone unless you actually go for the win. Yeah, until you go for right? Until you land your city of Solitude, and then, like, God oh, damn it. Yeah, oh, well, that's when a
1: counterspell will come out. Kiki jiki that's when a counterspell will come out. But I don't think in a CEDH game, I don't think anybody's countering Vivictus. No. I'll take six and just hopefully I can still go.
0: And yeah, hopefully I can just win.
1: Yeah. Yeah, right? like,
0: and, and it's a thing, and I think that. The the, Again, the creep that people are seeing is just people want to—sets like Triple Masters come out. And Mm. they reprint all these hyper-powerful cards, and you went to your LGS, and you dropped $300 and got two packs. (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) you opened them, and you got some some staples. And now you have these cool cards, and you want to play them. And just playing a—the example that I like to use is Dockside Extortionist just because you have a Dockside in your deck, it doesn't mean it's a CDH deck. It just means you own a Dockside and you wanted to play it.
1: I And think, here it is. I think that that, I, I agree with everything you said there. And I want to particularly highlight the, the, the mental gymnastics that is just because you have X in your deck doesn't mean it's a competitive EDH deck. Mm-hmm. And Dockside, Fast Mana, things like, Sylvan Library, Scroll Rack, uh, and cards that take time, like Sensei's Divining Top, and, yeah. and, and and Scroll Rack is another one, are cards that I would mention in my Rule Zero, in my pregame talks. Sure. I would say, hey, this this is not what you think, if it's a commander that you might think this of, but this is not what you think. I just play these fast mana things because they help me do my slow strategy better. Yeah. I'm trying to ramp to Primal Surge. Oh, and then remember, we talked about a couple weeks ago. As soon as I tell, give you two data points, you can start to see the trend that my deck is on. So what's your deck it's, doing? It's oh. a Vivictus deck. Oh, okay. So it's going to try and it's going to try and stop me from doing stuff. It's going to constantly remove my best thing, and it's a Primal Surge deck. Oh, now I get it. Okay, there's not going to be any intera- interaction in this deck. Yeah, it wants to pay 10 and win. Like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So th- this is, okay, you know I like the automotive references, right? Yeah. Okay, so imagine, imagine you have your 1987 Camaro IROC Z. It was a Z28 and it was an 81, but okay. Okay, so you got your Z28? Cool. Okay. Z2081. You your, yeah you got your 81 Z28 and it's a baller right my, my first car was yeah, really cool there you go you got your you got your Chevy small block in there with your high rise intake a big loud exhaust and it's faster than all your friends cars yeah let's say you're driving that t- that's that's commander decks in 2010 <laughs> sure. 2012 that's a commander deck then yeah your 1981 Camaro yeah <laughs> it's a commander deck from 2010.. Some kid, some punk rolls up driving his dad's SUV, twin turbo V6, things got 580 horsepower. Yeah. Right? And it's just the car that he drives to school because that's what his dad has and that's yeah. what he drives. Yeah. Right now, I'm not saying that when somebody shows up with a CEDH deck that daddy bought it for them, <laughs> but the technology is just such that now, like my sister's minivan got 300 horsepower. Jesus. Right? And that's that's kind of what Commander has turned into. Decks these days, just because you went and opened up a couple packs of double nasty, decks these days just have dock sides Yeah. Right? They just they just are better than they used to be. Yeah. And doc or, or docks and decks these days just have a whole schwack of two drop mana rocks that makes them a turn faster. Because they're the only playable mana rocks. Oh, yeah, obviously. But thought vessel for example isn't eleven dollars anymore and arcane signet exists and liquid metal twerk exists and um soul ring is in everything and mana crypt's been printed three or four times it's still expensive yeah but lots of people have them the krypton vault are hard to get
0: but they are attainable
1: yeah so it's just it's just features of decks now and i think it's it's still on the player to say
0: I am playing these. Yeah, like when you look really hard at this, what this like we talked about good stuff decks a little while ago, and this deck kind of just is a good stuff deck. Every card in here is incredibly powerful, minus a couple, right? Like those two enchantments that sack to kill a thing or yep. below grade that new flippy, flyy, attacky every turn. Dragon turning. Rage Channeler? What the fuck? You know? <laughs> We're missing something. We probably are. But you know what? I don't care. Because if it's that hard to figure out, you could probably put something that's less hard to figure out in here. Yeah. Right? So you could put, like, a thing that takes... What's that? No, it's an instant. I was going to say you could do the thing that does... And the point is... Mm-hmm. The point is that decks like this are very powerful because they just play the best cards, but... The deck isn't doing the most strongest strategy in the best way. Like you could easily put a what's that? It's a green three. If your opponent has three creatures, you sack it, find two creatures, put them into play. Oh, defense of the heart. You could just defense of the heart and win on turn two. Hmm, defense of the heart's pretty good, right? Like, but that's not in here. That's even a permanent that could go in here. Yep, but it's, it's another, not. It's another. You just sp- get key-key. tutor tutor on a permanent. You get Kiki combo and just win. Yep, that's. Boom, you've won the game, but that kind of stuff isn't in here. You could play every tutor you need in this deck. You could just cut the Primal Surge, put in Defense of the Heart instead, and just tutor this deck right up and down. And would it make it a CDH deck? Still no. No, but it would be super oppressive in your... Local meta, we'll say. Your friends probably would look at Vivictus and go, oh. Yeah. And that doesn't mean it's bad. No. That doesn't mean it's bad. It just means, like, the, the CDH creep, the creep EDH, as we are calling it, has crept in. And now you've got, like, that another level of conversation you have to have before you play. Like, do you guys want to play CDH tonight? Nah, I'm not feeling it. I'd rather play casual. Well, how about how about fucking casual? And you bust out Vivictus, right? And like, okay. Oh, yeah. Sure, sure. You want to play CDH I kind of don't. So we'll hang in that gray I, area.
1: I do like how this deck could punch up with CEDH because it has so much fast mana and you can do your strategy really early. Yeah, And and that makes it a proactive deck that, that other decks have to stop. Yeah. I do like that. I like how it can punch down if the other people got nothing going on. And I... <laughs> And I like how it would punch down because it would get ganged up on. Yep. And I like that. And I think that the other way, so so it can play in higher-powered and lower-powered pods. Yep. I like that. The other way to do that, or an other way that I think is the common way that you can do that, is when you make a, a very low power deck, or I'm going to use Crab Tribal, for example. Sure. It's freaking shitty. It's a bad <laughs> deck. Or Lord of Tresserhorn. Not a very good deck.
0: Not a bad deck.
1: But not not this. Not this. Not this, right? What you could do is say, this isn't a very powerful deck. This is a jank deck, what have you. Uh, Let's play jank. And then if your three pod mates, say, ah, well, we only have high power and CEDH. Okay, I'm not going to be the threat. And then you get in and you politic your way to a win. We haven't even talked about politics. You can politic your way, maybe not to a win, but to a game a yeah. game where you come in second or a game where where you've interacted with you, it significantly y- you've done your thing and somebody had to stop you or else you were going to win and you got to still play magic so you can take a powerful deck and punch down with it like this yeah. you could take a not powerful deck and punch up and i think i think both things are are appropriate
0: yeah. I mean, you got to have those... I, I think everybody should have a deck like this in their arsenal. I mean, yeah, there's all kinds of talk, like proxies and price and all that kind of stuff, because this is certainly is not a budget deck no. by any stretch of anybody's imagination. But having decks like this, I think, is important. It wets the CDH whistle that everybody, I think, secretly has a taste for. I think everybody kind of wants to try it. I really do. But it doesn't go all the way in, because I think that th- what keeps certain people... Away from the CDH deck building is CDH has a pretty specific card pool mm-hmm. and a pretty rigid. I don't want to say a rigid set of criteria, but I I will for lack of a better word, where your deck kind of has to be able to do certain things. And I think people think, well, that kind of stifles my creativity. You know what I mean? Mm. Like if you're playing the Tana and Timna deck, for example, there's a pretty set list kind of set of cards you got to play. Whereas with something like this. It's still creative. It's still neat. It's still got a cool idea in there. It still plays. Right? What's that card? Uh, what's that card? Hyrax Tower Scout, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. And it, it's cool. Like it's a cool deck. Still, it'd be lots of fun. I would play against this deck, and I'd really like it. Yeah. Right. I would jam this with Omnath or Coma or Turgrid. No. Yep. Right. And just you, you get in there and you get some good games out of this, and it's a good. And you have good like powerful feeling games like yeah i'm fucking magic king and it doesn't feel like you've you're just leaning on theme to do memes or whatever because not everybody's into that either and i think that decks like this is that sweet spot where you feel like you're playing cdh even if you're not and you haven't had to go out and buy a Gaia's cradle and a wheel of fortune and all that other stuff do you, do you think is this your preferred i don't know
1: power level to play at this is, this is high power, let's call it. If, if high power is the term that a lot of people out there who listen kind of know that that means
0: good, tuned decks, but not CEDH, is this the preferred way for you to play? I think I like to play a little lower than this, mm-hmm. but I have a lot of decks that when I like them enough, they'll end up here. Like my Omnath mm. just got here. I think that Torbrand could probably hang here. Like I have oh. lots of decks that could oh. certainly hang with this deck, and I'd get some great games in, and I would never feel guilty or bad or what you know what I mean. Or say, yeah. oh, my my deck was too strong for this. Po-. Never ever feel that playing mm. in here. And I think I have lots and lots of decks that are of this power level. Listen to CCO's top five and five top five casual traps. That's right. That's how
1: decks get to yeah. this level as they continuously get upgraded over time until they can't hang with their friends anymore. Exactly. What I am. What my concern would be, or, or what I would caution players about, because mm. I'm not concerned about this. These decks exist, and that's fine, because it's awesome. the yeah. more decks that exist, the more better that Magic is. The more decks we get to play against, and that's awesome. And drink beer against. That's right. It's even better. <laughs> <laughs> what I would caution players about is is that mentality where it's like jank or CEDH. Yes, and communicating and, and talking about and understanding opponents' decks and your friends' decks and your friends' building philosophies because things are not jank and Cedh. That's there's not mm. two categories. Correct. What it's and and the opposite and the other thing about that is is sometimes it does feel like that. Yes. If I want to just sit down and play a new brew, like if I want to play Saperling Tribal, if I want to play Lord of Treshorn, if I want to play, god damn, even playing like Boros sometimes still feels like yeah. I'm playing Jank, somebody else is playing CEDH or CEDH Light. Yeah. And I think a lot of people get get their dink stomped into the dirt a few times and they're like, oh, that deck's too good. Yeah. And. I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to. But I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. A lot of the times when you're playing jank and your friends are playing not jank plus yeah. tuned CEDH, really, the difference is uh, they have interaction. They have removal. And I don't want to just say play more interaction, get yeah. good scrub. That's not what I'm <laughs> saying. But a lot of the times. The only thing that you need to change is a few pieces. And it's like, well, how am I going to fit in the 87 goblins I want to play? How am I going to play every single crab? How am I going to play every fucking sliver? Right? Well, Well, you don't. You probably don't have to. You play every goblin in your goblin deck? Heck no. No, you play probably like 15 or 20 goblins. Like 30.
0: 30? I'll play lots of goblins.
1: You can play 30 goblins. You've got 35 land. And that's still like 40 cards that aren't land or goblins. Yeah. And that's like lots. interaction
0: and shit, right? You and card can, draw and stuff. You can play the best sliver deck. The best one with like 20 slivers. Yeah. Easy, that's fine. Easily. I think and that's you're not, fine. You're not scraping the bottom of the barrel, picking up like the, the shitty ones that are like a one, one for six that give your dudes artifact breathing. Yeah. It's a bad sliver. Yeah. You don't need to play. Yeah,
1: yeah. And you know what the hard part is? The hard part is is if you're not playing jank, this is bad like guys scratching their butt tribal. <laughs> and if you're not playing CEDH, it's really
0: hard to get on the same page. Yeah. Even well, when you've played for 10 years. And that's why you have I, I like I have I talk about it all the time. I have game zero decks instead of turn zero decks. I've, I've got Tana. I've got Avi, I've got these decks that I can just—I'll play them with anybody. And if that's I get—that's a, a good idea. If I get wiped out, it's like okay, I better go up. And if I get—if I just wreck everybody, it's okay. Well, I'll—I'll I'll play something worse, right? Mm-hmm. Like that does open up the argument. Like, well, you—you you risk wrecking
1: people on the chance of like your deck being better than them. It's not a rock solid strategy, is all I'm saying. Yeah, well, it uh, does—it does leave you exposed to rocking somebody and having them have no fun. Right? Yeah. well, But you're, you're, I'm willing to bet that yeah. your rule or your game zero decks aren't rocking people that often. No. Right?
0: No. They'll do the occasional. You got me once. for the, all oh, in. Real good, yeah. Like, there's the occasional, like, stomping. Like, just epic stomp. Yeah. That I'll deliver with them. But, but that's I mean, commander. That's people a, have to expect that. That's right? how commander works. Exactly. Oh, land, Solring, commander, swing in. Fucking draw the card. I need win. Right? That happens in every every deck. Can do that. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't think it can. We've, yeah, we've demonstrated that on this show lots of times. Man, you know what? You... We could do a whole episode just of clips where we find things in decks where they go accident- accidentally infinite. We've got all. The I was time. just
1: gonna say. I don't even remember the name of the show, but this show came out. This used to be a podcast that I listened to, like in two thousand and eight, and it was like. E D H and it was just a dude talking and it was it was an EDH thing and he like monologued at the start of the show. Fuck I can't remember what it was called. But his his shtick was on this one show is almost every single deck, every commander deck probably can win before turn five. Oh yeah. And if not win, almost every single commander deck can deal forty damage before turn Oh yeah, five, and he said probably if your deck's tuned, probably you can win on turn four, almost every game. And while I don't think that that's accurate anymore, yeah, because now it's like turn three. It might be turn three. (laughs) (laughs) Might be turn three. I don't. I don't know if that's accurate anymore because there's a lot more creativity in the format, and and there's there's Watsy pumping cards in direct for commander that are supposed to be like fun big swingy plays. But yeah. I thought that that was such a profound concept that I applied that theory to all of my decks at the time because he he was a content creator, so he was obviously right. Um, Ooh. Good good thing I don't just play two mana, mana roaks. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I tried to apply that to all my decks, and I was like, oh, my God, that's right. Are, are, are my decks too fast? What am I going to do? And that was the first instance in, in my mind where I was like, oh, maybe winning on turn three as fast as possible isn't fun for everybody. Yeah. And and I and I communicated that not verbally because there was no rule zero and and that that isn't how we talked and thought about the game then, yep. but I communicated it through deck building to make sure that my decks didn't just pub stomp and were fun to play with or against. Yes. So I think maybe that's the take home, is is like it always is fucking communicate when you're playing between jank. And high power. Communicate in there what you
0: want the experience to be. The other takeaway <laughs> is never be af- don't be afraid to play cards like this. Not hey, ever. Like if you own one of these and you want to jam it in a deck, just do it. And if somebody gets all butt scratchy, wax the hair off of your butt crack angry about it, that's their problem. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, if you own a Mana Crypt, play it. I play
1: 100% of the Mana Crypts I own. Me too. I play 100% of the Jeweled Lotus... Lo, lotus? Lodi? Lotuses that I own. Me too. 100% of the Doxides. Mm-hmm. I play 100% of the Gaius Cradles I own. Yep. And you know what? Two-fold. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this out there too. If you have a Gaius Cradle or a dockside or a Dual Land or whatever, play the real fucking card. And this is not because I'm against proxies, <laughs> but they're cards. They're supposed to be played. Oh, I don't, want to, I don't want to risk damaging it. Have you ever in your entire life damaged a card that's double-sleeved when you were shuffling? Ever? No. Has a deck or a card, one card packed like this into a deck, you'd be watching on YouTube, you know what I'm doing, packed into a deck box, has that one card sitting in your deck box ever gotten injured? No. That's a pet peeve of mine. Not proxies, but when people say, I don't want to play the real card because I don't want it to get
0: damaged. My double sleeve, triple sleeve, sometimes play it, yeah. play that shit. Yeah, and they're, and they're sweet conversation pieces too. Hell yeah, they're neat.
1: Hell yeah, do it. Like, that's that's my that's yeah. my little pet peeve. Yeah. I, I don't like to complain about that stuff because it's not a proxy thing. It's a, I don't want to play it because it's going to get damaged thing. Yeah. and yeah. it's and it's
0: just not. It's yeah. just not. We, we have played for many years. I only recently started adopting the double sleeve philosophy in the last maybe two years. And I played almost foiled out legacy LED powered dredge. Oh yeah, man! Right, I've had single dr- sleeve. I'd take that thing to tournaments <laughs> with me. I'd have like the shittiest. I just smash them in there with the ultra pro thing. Where you cram it shut, and it's too big. Yeah, right. Yep. Like,
1: yeah. I've had drinks spilled on non double sleeve fetchlands and stuff. They're yeah, like,
0: fine. Yeah, it sucks, but I mean, just and I've, I've never that deck that I had that I just talked about. People are like, oh my god, oh my god, Brandon, you monster. I never damaged a card out of it. I have all those cards still and they're all in great shape. Yeah. So just be careful and you'd be okay. He did a whole piece on my pet peeve. <laughs> I <Yeah>. like that. <laughs> yeah. So just, just do it. But the the point is don't be afraid to play these cards. Don't be afraid to say, hey, I wanna do this. Don't be afraid to, like, elevate your deck to the next level if that's what oh, you yeah. want to do. Oh, F- and don't think that it's going to change your whole meta where now nobody's going to want to play with you. No. F.U. Smitty plays fast mana
1: in his um, Niv-Mizzet 3 deck. Yeah. Niv-Mizzet Perun. Yeah. Because he's like, how am I... Sp- I don't have any dual lands in here, and I got, like, two fetches or whatever. How am I going to make red, 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 blue, blue, blue on turn 5 or 6? How am I going to do that? So he's got, like, he's got like uh, the, the moxes that give you color or whatever, and it's like... Whatever. Fine. Yeah. Fine. I'm going to play my commander on turn three or four, or too. So it's like we're playing the same game. Yeah. Your commander costs six, mine costs four. Right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think it's fine. I think that the format is good and the format can handle it. And there's enough people out there, especially with an influx of expensive cards that are now less expensive. More people are going to be able to build decks just like this and play them. And if you want to do that <laughs> on the cheap. You can use special promo code CCO Spring at FusionGamingOnline.com. Pick up that stuff that you really want to buy anyway. And you should treat yourself and tell them that Ryan and Brando sent you and that our partnership with us is a really good one. Yeah, so I'm gonna put a bow on it here. Put, put a, a bow on it. Put, do
1: it. You you did the you did the the C C O Spring promo code bow I'll do the final bow. Okay. Jank? Jank. C E D H? C D H. High powered. C- High power C E D H light. Yep. Creep sure. D H. Creep D H. Sure. You know what? It's the same as it always is. Communicate. Yep. Communicate. Tell people the intentions that you want to have and to give them when, when you play, and uh, be honest about it. And be prepared to get dink stomped. Be prepared to get uh, piled on. Be prepared to lose. Be prepared to change your decks if they're too
0: powerful. And remember, it's a game and you should have fun playing it because games are supposed to be fun. Ooh, that's a good bow. That's, yeah, that's the bow. We got the bow. We got that that ribbon that you do the scissors to make it all curly. Yep, you got the curly bow yep. thing. Yep. Yep. We love wrapping presents and we're going to wrap up this episode and we're going to be back next week with another present to give all of you <laughs> with another episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. HIT OUR THEME SONG! <laughs>